You are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 232 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's episode, it is part two of my talk with Bryce Patrick of Locked On Rangers. Uh, that's a lot of fun. This is probably my my favorite part of the conversation. We renamed this podcast. That was good. Uh, we gave each other our predictions for each other's win totals. That was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, bold predictions, all that fun stuff. So uh, that's what's coming up for you guys today in my talk with Bryce. But before I get into any of that stuff, our sponsor for today's episode is rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Also, please follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. If you have any questions for us, please send those to lockedonathletics at gmail.com. Also coming up this weekend, I'll be doing my locker room uh, chat with you guys. Uh, it's basically like a live podcast. My basic topics for uh, that chat, it's going to be roughly half an hour long. I'm going to open up the room. If you guys uh, have the locker room app, you guys can feel free to join on in. If you have a question, yeah, I think you just like raise your hand or, you know, say that you want to talk and then I can say, yeah, let's let's have you have the floor here real quick. But uh, basically, I want to talk about the A's fifth starter. Uh, who's it going to be? Run down the three options that we have right now. And then uh, how's the line? up going to be constructed. Those are the things that I want to talk about. So if that's something that interests you, uh, make sure to download the Locker Room app. Find me at ByJasonB on the Locker Room app, and then uh, get ready because we're going to have some fun. I'm actually really looking forward to talking with you guys about those two uh, topics. Uh, But before I send it over to Bryce, I got to touch on some A's notes from Wednesday's game. Uh, AJ Puck made his spring debut for the A's. He struck out Merrifield on three pitches, going 92 to 93 to lead off the game. Uh, And then he walked the next batter, struck out the next guy, and then gave up a two-run homer. He ended up going two innings, two hits, two earned runs, a walk and four Ks. He's also wearing number uh, 33. Uh, as I said, he's hitting 92 to 93, which is a little bit, uh, it's like roughly four ticks below what he was throwing in 2019. Um, he said that his shoulder's feeling good though. So the dip in velocity may not be a huge factor. Uh, it, it looked like he was getting some good velocity. Uh, Bob Melvin said that with as tall as he is, the perceived velocity may still be up there. So uh, something to keep an eye on. Again, there's no stat cast data really for uh, for us at home. So uh, we're going off of what's being reported right now. But uh, it was uh, Vince Catrono. He said that his main takeaway from Puck Start was he faced nine batters, started eight of those guys off with a strike. And that is a nice takeaway, I think, as well. Uh, Kai Tom, he had a single and a double. He's, uh, he's doing okay in his limited appearances so far. He had a nice two RBI double the other way. So uh, if he can be that lefty bat that the A's are looking for from their fourth outfielder, uh, then he's already got a nice clear path to getting playing time uh, or at least a roster spot for the opening day roster. Um, also, speaking of outfielders, got to touch on some injury notes. Buddy Reed has a quad strain. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be out for a little while, so... He's probably not making the opening day roster. He was always a long shot, but uh, he had impressed so much that we were all kind of pulling for him. Uh, so 
quick recovery for Buddy Reed. I'm sure that he's going to be in Oakland at some point, whether that's on offense and defense, we'll see. Uh, I, I don't know where he's going to be on the depth chart because we don't know who's on the team yet, but uh, keep your eye out for Buddy Reed. He he opened some eyes in his limited action, or not limited action, but in like three weeks, he is now the guy that everybody wants to see in Oakland. Also, Ramon Laureano uh, has a strain in his side muscle. He should be back into games next week. And then now moving over to uh, another debut for the A's, and that was Trevor Rosenthal donning the green and gold for the first time this spring. He went one inning, gave up two hits, an earned run, and a strikeout. Uh, he struggled a little bit. Uh, he got bailed out a little bit by uh, RMS Garcia, the catcher. He was catching today. He threw out a, an attempted base dealer, got the first out, and uh, still gave up a run on a sack fly. So uh, not necessarily, obviously you want to see everybody shut everybody down, but it's his first start back from a groin strain. He'll be fine going into the actual season. Uh, speaking of guys that are shutting everybody down, Jake Diekman has not allowed a hit in four innings pitched. He has walked one and K'd four. Last year, he allowed one earned run. This year, he's not allowing any hits. So I like what I'm seeing from Jake Diekman. Also, uh, RMS Garcia threw in an RBI double just for the just for the heck of it. So the backup catcher battle is kind of heating up and I like it. But anyways, that is all of the quick hitting news that I have for you guys today from Wednesday's action. Uh, here is my talk with Bryce. Make sure to you, you download the Locker Room app and talk with me this weekend. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, follow us on social media at LockedOnAs on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. If you have any questions, send us to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And here it is, my talk with Bryce Patterick of Locked On Rangers. All right. We are back to talk about the Oakland A's, not the Astros. I mean, even though we spent almost all of that last segment talking about the Astros. I had fun. <laughs> I had fun. I always have fun trashing the Astros. Um, and, you know, just trashing other teams in general. Because when your team's not good, it's it's good to just talk mess on other teams. Because just bring them down to your level. It is. It is. And then when people talk trash on your team, like, oh, your team's trashed. Yeah, I know. I know better than you do. I see how <laughs> trash this team is in person all the time. Um, but, but did this, you know that Nate Lowe can't get a hit with runners in the scoring position? I do. <laughs> I know. I know Nate Lowe and his struggles. But, I mean, I really don't yet because it's just two weeks of spring training. But if Nate Lowe doesn't work out, I'm going to be supremely pissed. Like, I'm still bad always... for throwing him under the bus. His name was written down right here at, at, twice. And so oh. I was like, oh, yeah, Nate Lowe. I'll just say his <laughs> <laughs> I should have said somebody else. I apologize to Nate Lowe and his family. You should have said Bruno Odor. That is an easy bashing target for the Rangers. But he's probably going to be the Rangers opening day third baseman. Don't you know? Oh, is he playing third now? He is playing third base now, which I... <sighs> just, just real quick, if you think about it, you go from Adrian Beltre, one of the most enjoyable people in baseball, and then you replace him with Rugi Odor. Well, after, after that, we had... Uh, we had Todd Frazier for first part of last year. And then IKF, who won a gold glove and could have won a platinum glove, in my opinion. So that elite defense like stayed there. And then no matter who it is, it's just gonna be bad. Like it it's either him or no, it's pretty much just him at this point, which I don't understand. I feel like Nick Solak would have done a better job at third base and like just keep Rugi at second base because apparently there's not another like person that's like quite good enough to supplant him right now which is just it i don't know i i've said so many things about rugi Odor. I, I love rugi the person like i he's fiery he's exciting he punched jose bautista right in his stupid <laughs> face which 
gave him lifetime adoration from all Rangers fans until, you know, he got a quote unquote big contract. It's like his contract wasn't even that big. It's just like, it was a fine medium extension, but he's just been so bad that it looks horrendous, which is extremely frustrating because it feels like every year he'll have like one month where he's just insane going absolutely bonkers i think 2019 he had a month where he hit like 430 or something with like seven or eight home runs and i was like what is this what is this there's this really long road trip uh on against nl teams on the west coast um and he just absolutely lit up um the san francisco giants which was a lot of fun it might have been 2018 i'm getting all my years mixed up because you know everything runs together but i think that's the most frustrating thing about rugby if he was just bad terrible awful all the time That'd be one thing, but I mean, he tied for the lead in home runs for this team last year, and almost all of them came in like a month stretch. Like he'd be hitting like two hundred. Well, season was two months. Yeah, but like <laughs> he'd be hitting like one fifty for like this stretch. But like every single hit was a home run, and it's like, can you just let us figure you out? Do you suck or not? Like, don't <laughs> give me hope. Just be bad or be good. That's how he gets a starting spot every year. It is. And it's the most like maddening thing in all of sports is when you have a a guy who's like, I I can't tell. He'll have like little stretches where you're like, I can't give up on you yet, but I know I should. You mentioned uh, Nick Solak real quick. Where's he going to be playing? Because he's kind of their Chad Pinder is how I would describe him. He can play wherever, but does he have a starting spot or is he kind of just roaming around? Nope, he's second base. He, it's okay. pretty much he's played second base every single game that he's played in spring training so far. So I'm assuming that the second base job is just his, which I think is a perfectly fine thing to do. Um, he was one of the many players whose power was just completely sapped, and confidence in their power was sapped by the giant monster that is Globe Life Field, um, the Tough Shed Stadium. <laughs> but. They just need to get over themselves and just keep hitting. It, it's a it's a badly designed field, I think. I think that's part of the reason, and it got in their heads because they started off slow. And I mean, the offense for the first like three games, I think they had like one run, zero runs, and one run in like in those games. And I think they might have maybe it was like one, two, and zero, and they won the series, which was insane um, against Colorado, who ended up being terrible. Um, uh, no, they were not. They beat the A's, I think, three out of four chances that they got. So uh, they were really, <laughs> really good. And ten, Antonio Senzatella shut them down over a complete game <laughs> in Colorado. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Lance yeah, Lynn. That, had that was the low point, I think, for the season. <laughs> yeah, Lance Lynn's complete game in Colorado was a, a nice, what we thought was a turning point, like about a month into the season. We're like, oh, they're still hanging on. Maybe they can hang in. And then, like, the series against the, like the week long, or I think four games uh, against San Diego where they got swept and gave up a grand slam in every single game. That was a fun game or that, series. No, it was not. I mean, it, it, it actually was, you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I, I enjoyed watching the Rangers get karma. And then, you know, we might end up getting uh, Kumar rocker um, and this draft, which would be very exciting or That'd Jack fighter or, um, a kid who I can't remember his name who plays shortstop for Dallas Jesuit. Um, I'm going to try and see before the season is over who is projected to be in the top three of draft picks. 
Are so. these all Alabama guys? Or I, I don't follow college baseball. Like, oh I, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm Kumar, joking. I, I, I've heard of these guys. <laughs> but I'd say Leiter and Rocker. If if you don't know, they are both Vanderbilt starting pitchers. Um, Rocker's stuff is a little more electric, uh, a little faster, a little more out of control. Leiter has got, um, or maybe it's Leitar, um, has got the nastiest curve college curveball I've seen in a while, and he's like sitting 95 and like has pretty good control of it, which is very exciting um nice so could be a lot of fun well that's cool hey i'm just gonna take this second real quick to tell you guys about one of our sponsors today and that is rockauto.com rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box and let them know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car's ever going to need. rockauto.com Betting on baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. Well, let's move on and do some uh, some bold predictions. Do you have one or two for your team that uh, you think might come true? Yeah, uh, I think that Joey Gallo is going to hit a, a career high in home runs this year. Um, What's his and, career high currently? Um, I think it's 42. Let me double check. Because okay. uh, he's hit every year that he's been like fully healthy, he's hit in the 40s um, that he's played like the full season. It's been like his whole year. Um, the year that he had his um, breakout season, he only had like 21, but he only played in like 70 games. So um, basically when he's been healthy, and playing for a full season, he hits 40 home runs. And I'm just stalling his baseball reference is trying to load his career page and taking forever because, of course, it is. Oh my gosh. 41, 42, and no, just 41 and 40. Okay. Okay. So 42. That's at least 42 home runs. 41 was his career high set for his first full big league season in 2017, 145 games. So he's looked incredible this, uh, this season so far in spring training, I think he already has five home runs. He might have hit another while we've been recording this, which is entirely possible. But he what, looks. Very, what is very his good. batting average going to be? Is it going to be above two hundred or? I'd say like two twenty would be pretty solid. That'd be him. good. It's well, good enough. That year that he got hurt was it 2019? Well, he was hitting like two fifty or two seventy. He was hitting like a decent he amount. Hitting, he was hitting two seventy, and then like we were talking about oblique injuries, and like that's basically what ended his season. Um, and I think also a knee in injury as well. He came back in the second half of the season, played like 10 games or something and just did not look right. Um, he ended the season hitting 253 um, with a 389 on base, which is really solid. I mean, his on base oh is God. always like about more than a hundred points higher than his batting average. So like last year when he had hit only 181, 
his on base was still 301. Like literally every year that he's played more than like 40 games, his on base has been at least 100 points higher than his batting average, which is pretty good. You, you said that he might have hit a home run. And I, uh, so I went over to the, the Rangers box score. This is Sunday's stats. They have played two innings. Texas has one run and Joey Gallo has a walk. Ah, <laughs> you're getting my hope up there. <laughs> <laughs> so he still is, I believe, tied with, uh, is it Jock Peterson has five as well? I, I literally, those are the two guys with five. <laughs> I'm not keeping up with Cactus League stats leaders. Hey, I had to prepare for this podcast, man. I had to see uh, how he was doing. You're right. Jock Peterson does have five. Um, B. Dahlbeck from Boston. Bobby Dahlbeck. Bobby Dahlbeck has four. So, how Matt Olson still has three, correct? Uh, everybody else has three. It's um, like 700 people tied with uh, three. Yep. Cool. Yep. Including Ty France and Austin Meadows and Will Myers. And Salvador Perez, surprisingly. Hmm. Look at him go. Mike, so I, I think that my, I have two bold predictions. And obviously, I, I got to go uh, with the Mets. I, I know that you just said Joey Gallo is the, uh, the home run uh, career guy. He's going to set a new mark in career homewards with like 42. Mm-hmm. It could go higher than that, but let's say 42. I think Matt Olson's going to hit 45. I think Ooh. that he potentially leads baseball in home runs with 45 that's bold what is his career high it's like 36 something like that that's bold that's real bold i'm going with well i mean and he's done that in years that he's played you know he's missed a month or so or a month i'd say he he, yeah you're right 36 and he only played 127 games that year in 2019 so maybe he had the rate um I, i did a a bet online uh, sponsored episode about, you know, some of the the lines that they were putting out there and he had some decent odds, but it felt kind of like a trap, but I'm trying to talk myself into it because he's been hitting the ball really well. He worked on his hands in spring training or uh, over the off season because he wasn't hitting very well last year. He's been hitting the crap out of the ball this year. So uh, I'm excited to see what he does once he starts facing some real pitching. My other one is uh, Matt Chapman, one of the best players in baseball. Maybe mm-hmm. not, you know, offensively as gifted as a Mike Trout, but I think that he's going to win the MVP this year. Ooh. And, uh, he's usually right outside of the top five. I think that with that hip injury and him in arbitration, he can make a little bit more money. The better, you know, as the more the more that he performs, the more he gets paid. And that hip injury, he's going to come out and prove to everybody that he's fine. He doesn't. So he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Obviously, he's going to want to lead this team to the playoffs because he didn't get to play last year. So I think that he's going to have a little bit of extra motivation. And he's already been a really good baseball player. So you had a little bit of motivation. Uh, I think that uh, I think that he's he's going to be right up there. I mean, I'm just seeing that he hit he only played in 37 games and he hit as many home runs as Joey Gallo and Ruto Odor. So he was tied for with the Rangers home run leaders last year, which is disappointing for the rangers but good for him i mean i didn't mean <laughs> to wear this shirt for you today but i am wearing my miami marlins bottom feeder shirt that's a great shirt it, it is and i feel like the rangers should get some made too um maybe we'll get ray fossey to call out the rangers and that will spurn a lot of t-shirts <laughs> being made i mean but they'd have to actually be good and Lord knows that ain't happening. This That's year. true. Yeah. It'd be if more they, of a sad, like a paper bag over your head kind of shirt, as opposed to a, 
look at what you guys said and look at where we are kind of thing. <laughs> also, the punch, it worked better because, I mean, fish, bottom feeders, like, it worked It worked on many levels. Okay, well, let's come up with something for, like, spurs, I don't know, or <laughs> cowboy hats. Yeehaw, sad boys. <laughs> Which is... Oh, my God, can we make that a shirt? My gosh. We need to call... Who does our shirts for Locked On? We need to oh my call gosh. The Yeehaw Sad Boys. Because, I mean, Javi Reyes of Locked On Padres already crowned me one of the sad boys of the ML, Locked On MLB network, along with... Um, oh, who is it of the Pirates? I, I can't remember. Oh, uh, Ethan? Ethan, yeah. We are the sad boys of the MLB. So... I might have to introduce you as uh, Bryce Patrick, host of... Locked on Yeehaw Sad Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Just rename the pot. We're rebranding for this season. The oh, Yeehaw man. Sad Boys. That is fantastic. Um, okay, so I think that uh, that we got one more question that, you know, the uh, the win totals, obviously. But before we do that, make a case for why you guys are better than the Mariners. Because that's, I think, the, the battle for fourth is what's going to keep people entertained this year. Oh, um but i'm not trying to be mean i'm trying to give you guys what if i don't have one i honestly don't believe we are better than the mariners i think their pitching staff is it's the starting pitching staff that's that's it like there is a case to be made for the lineup being half decent i think the bullpen well before jonathan hernandez's injury um had a chance to be one of the better ones in the al i honestly believe that because they've got a lot of talent there a lot of depth um and brock burke who has got potential to be a pretty good starter um, in the MLB who missed a lot of last year with um, stomach illness. Um, he lost like 30 pounds was in the hospital um, with ulcerative colitis. And so he's going to be in the bullpen this year and his stuff is absolutely nasty from the bullpen, but the starting pitching, like it's all stopgap guys, basically, unless Kyle Gibson makes a huge leap, which is possible. Sure. He's got a new pitch. He's got a cutter. So he got six pitches now. So I don't know. But I really just – I don't see a scenario where the Rangers are better than the Mariners unless the Mariners, like, I don't know, everybody just sucks real, real bad. Well, they got a, an entire rotation of lefties, I think. So maybe you throw Chris Davis in there and all of a sudden he's treating the Mariners like he's treated the Rangers for so many years. I mean, maybe. That's if he even makes the roster. <laughs> I think <laughs> he had like big... 280 or something against uh, lefties last year, which is why he was basically a platoon DH for the A's. Yeah, uh, he, he did fairly well against lefties, not all of them. But I think that if he makes the team, the Mariners are a team that you want to put him up against for sure. Yeah, that would be good for him. I mean, it feels weird saying that he won't make the roster because like it's not like the Rangers have a lot of like this guy has to make the roster. He's got to make this like you're going to be a bad team. You can carry a guy who only hits lefties and is only really a DH slash left fielder like you can do that. You're not that good. We're like, oh, we need all of our roster spots to compete for the playoffs. Like, no, no, you're not doing that. You can carry a guy as opposed to cutting him for 16 mil. So yeah. like, I don't know. I really, I really just don't see a scenario where the Rangers are better than the Mariners, which sucks to say, but they're going to be one of the worst teams in baseball. Like they it's out hit some teams. They can get some wins. They can, but like, honestly, I don't really want them to. Like you're in the rebuild. They've been, they were good for competing for 10 ish years. They were a competitive team. You got to rebuild eventually. Yeah. And after a decade and with the team that they've got this year, 
why are you striving for the middle? It's not a good, there's not a really a good answer that I have for that. I think you want a Vandy boy. I do. I do want a Vandy boy. <laughs> and then a Vandy boy next year as well. And then you can start trying for the middle. The Vandy Yeeha sad boys? Yes, they will be Vandy Yeeha. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's me again. Bryce and I are going to be giving uh, our guesses on each other's win totals in just a second here, but I got to tell you guys about two more of our sponsors real quick. The first one is betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Baseball's right around the corner. If you want to place a bet on Joey Gallo or Matt Olson to lead the league in home runs you can do so at betonline.ag they also cover awards tv shows and reality tv they have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine and betonline has you covered for all the news scores and odds it is the best place to place your bets and it's free to sign up you can just head on over to their website at betonline.ag, either on your desktop or your mobile, however you get on the internet. Use that way to get to betonline.ag and sign up today and you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. And that is why everybody says BetOnline are your online sportsbook experts. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. And Built Bar is that, if you haven't heard about it, they are that amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all of their bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best because it is time for some Built Bar madness, people. Today's matchup, uh, I'm recording this a couple days in advance, so I apologize, but uh, it is Mint Brownie against the winner of Peanut peanut butter and coconut puff. I'm personally, I would say the peanut butter would win that first matchup, but them against mint brownie. I think I'm going mint brownie on that one. And whoever wins this one in the enticing eight gets a buy or not a buy, but they go straight into the flavorful four. And uh, that, that's going to be a tough, tough matchup in the flavorful four for them. So uh, if you want to place a bet and let us know who your favorite built bar is, all you got to do is go to builtbar.com where you can follow Built Bar at bar underscore built on Twitter. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order when you go to their website. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and which bar will be crowned the best tasting protein bar in the world. We're counting down the days to opening day here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Next Wednesday, March 24th, the Locked On MLB Podcast begins one of our biggest events of the year with the Locked On MLB Division Preview Series. All of our local experts, including me and Bryce uh, and everybody else that does uh, an MLB podcast on the network, we're all going to be answering the biggest questions surrounding our team. There is no better or easier way to get baseball smart before opening day. All you got to do to get baseball smart is follow the Locked On MLB podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. Uh, all right. So last thing for the podcast, uh, let's predict each other's win totals. Um, I'm going to try and be nice. I think that's all right. A, you can, you can be mean if you want to, it's not going to hurt my feelings <laughs> more than the Rangers already will. I'm legitimately just going to pick a number out of thin air. Um, I'm going to go with 67 wins. Hmm. And is that 67 95? I think so. Yes. Um, I'm going to go there. I don't know that it's 
that the Rangers are necessarily a hundred loss team. And I don't want to say that because that would be mean, but they're on that cusp. And I don't think that they're good enough for 70. So 67. That feels optimistic. And I appreciate you being nice. Um, I'm going to be on my optimistic side of the A's as well, because the A's get to play the Rangers 19 times this year. So that's at least 17 wins. (laughs) (laughs) So I say they're a 93, 94 win team. I'd say that that lines up with roughly what I think of them. Um, I haven't made like the full case, but I've said it a couple times where I think that this, the additions that the A's have made with their bullpen and all that, they may be more talented this year overall than mm-hmm. last year's version. And they've won 97 games each of the last three years. I think that there's, you know, going to be injuries and stuff, obviously this year because of last year's shortened season, but it's going to be interesting to see how they end up doing. I, I think that they have more talent this year, whether or not their record necessarily reflects that we'll see. But uh, I think that that trade with the, uh, the Rangers getting Elvis Andrews for Chris Davis is, you know, the headline move, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe Aramis Garcia is a little bit better than Jonah Heim as the backup. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if he's even the backup because Austin Allen hit a home run off of Josh Hader. So mm-hmm. that's the thing that happened. Um, but then you got Andrews who, if he's league average, that's fine. Uh, is he going to be better than Marcus Simeon? Maybe, but probably not. But I think that by replacing Chris Davis with Mitch Moreland, then on the aggregate, those two positions, 2021, you're a little bit better in my eyes, if things are working out. So, um, I think that they're going to be a pretty solid team. And I think 93, 94 wins is probably right there. Yeah, I think they win division pretty comfortably. Um, I think the Astros might be 88 to 90 wins on the high side. Um, really depends all on that starting rotation and the health of, of Correa and uh, Jordan Alvarez, which I don't know if you can count on that. Jordan Alvarez is a really, really good player when he's healthy, but he's had a lot of trouble staying healthy in his first Has he played the game? I Last I heard, he was still not playing, and I think Bregman wasn't playing either because of hamstring tightness. I must have missed that because I try and avoid Astro stuff like the plague, which if, if they're out for, if, if Bregman is out for any stretch of time, I think it's going to be real rough for them. And the A's might just run away with the, this division in like July. It's possible. Um, man, well, I'm more optimistic. I think that the A's have a more realistic chance of it getting to their ceiling or, you know, playing right there. Whereas some things not have to go right for the Astros, but they just have to not, not get wrong. hurt at all because <laughs> yeah. their depth scares me. And I mean, to that same token, I think that if Elvis Andrews and his back, you know, acts up a little bit this year, then I think that the A's are in a little bit of trouble because they don't necessarily, they, they went and got Andrews for a reason. It's because <laughs> they don't know who to play at shortstop. So uh, if he's, not going to give them like 120 games and be, you know, not on the IL for any extended time, then I don't know what they, they'd probably move Pinder over there or potentially bring up Nick Allen, their uh, prospect, if he's looking okay. But um, yeah, they, they don't have like a, a good plan at shortstop. They, they can cover pretty much any other spot, but that one, man, eh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for us today. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. You know, <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of weird how much joy I gained talking about this terrible Rangers team, but you know, it's, it's still, it's still baseball and there's still a Joey Gallo here for now. 
Um, so I'm going to enjoy it. And there's so many hashtag memories. All of the memories. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bryce, uh, where can the people find you if they are, uh, you know, not accustomed to listening to the podcast? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Bryce Paddock. That's Bryce with an I, Paddock with no C. Or find the podcast at Locked on Rangers. Um, we try and tweet more regularly from there besides just tweeting out episodes. Um, and obviously you can find Locked on Rangers podcast wherever you get your podcasts. What about you, Jason? I am at my Jason B on Twitter. Uh, you can find the show at Locked on at A's. Locked on A's uh, <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you have a question for us, it's lockedonathletics at gmail.com. That's where uh, that confusion came in for a second. I've done this hundreds of times and uh, almost messed that up somehow. Um, also, uh, I don't know if you're going to be doing it, but uh, th they want us to. The locked on uh, bosses would like us to start using the locker room app. I have not done it yet because it starts tomorrow as we're recording this. I'm very excited to try this out. Uh, basically, we just get to talk to fans and you, you can do like it's either like a live podcast or a question and answer kind of thing. It's going to be interesting to see how we figure out how to use this because uh, it's a blank slate right now. It's a brand new app. Very excited to do it. If you want to join us and talk some baseball Rangers A's, just general baseball uh, download the locker room app and follow me at by Jason B over there. Uh, Bryce will probably have his own thing at some point. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm looking into it. Well, I'll be up and running there soon enough. Yeah. So, uh, that's where you can follow me in, you know, roughly a minute and a half's worth of time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining me and, uh, good luck to getting Kumar rocker with the number one overall pick. Thank you, sir. Good luck to you. And you're actually trying to be good at baseball thing this year. I appreciate that. Thank you so much.